Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Are you not going to drink these? Well, I I love the fact that you come bearing gifts. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you want some candy? No, I'm good. I'm Which good. ones are these, by the way? Peanut butter. It's from a bag over at the studio that we got around July, but they've aged well. <laughs> Really good right at the bottom of the bag. Guys, very, very little mold. Very little mold. I'm eating around it. It's fine. What do you think the M stands for? That's amazing. (laughs) I am an M&M connoisseur. Okay. Well, we have a rule on the farm. We told this last time. You can't say anything. You can't spell. So I'm an M&M liker. (laughs) 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 Okay. Did not have Garth Brooks brings us snacks. (laughs) On my 2023 (laughs) bingo card, but we can mark that one off. (laughs) Hello from Nashville. I'm Amber Anderson. (laughs) And I'm Kelly Sutton. And the last time that we chatted, we were smack in the middle of pre-CMA awards excitement. Everyone was still a nominee. Trophies had not yet been handed out. Now we have a whole new crop of winners, although it's a small crop, (laughs) since most of the hardware wound up going home with Lainey Wilson. Her trophies included Entertainer of the Year. Five in total, but that wasn't even the best part of her week. Lainey also got to hang out with Dolly last week. When I went to Dollywood and I hung out with her for a little bit, I told her, I said, CMAs are around the corner. And she said, yeah, I think I might have won that a time or two. Um, I mean, Dolly, she's, she's it. She's, she's the one that I, that I look to when I think about how I want to go about this business. Um, she's, she's never been scared to step outside of the lines, um, step outside of the box, but at the same time being completely true to herself and true to her story and I and I asked her I was like give me some advice I was like you know how do you how do you keep on going and she said well you you got to have that discernment about what to do what not to do and you got to make sure that whatever decisions you're making and whatever you're affiliating with or doing um, that you're really really passionate about it because at the end of the day people can read right through that I'm not sure what she was doing at Dollywood Mm. But they were clearly dressed up for something. Like, Lainey's jacket was giving me TV vibes. I know they had a full media day because the new hotel just opened, Heart Song. So she has Dreammore Resort, and this is the next mm. hotel that's right behind it. Um, so it might have been for that. I don't know. Well, Lainey's always involved in something. Yes, she is. So <laughs> I would not be surprised. Well, we have lots more scoop from last week, including everything we needed to know about Bailey Zimmerman's collaboration with the Jonas Brothers. Yes. And we're going to be talking with Garth Brooks all about new music, his new restaurant and bar that's opening downtown, and our Black Friday special. So stay tuned. It's all coming up right here on Country Heat Weekly. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. 
When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. Okay, this is the segment where we talk about what's cooking in country music. And let me tell y'all, Bailey Zimmerman is what's hot right now. Yeah, don't take our word for it, though. Just ask the Jonas Brothers. And I'm riding in this elevator, and all of a sudden, Kevin Jonas and his security guard gets on the elevator. And I didn't say anything, because I don't know him, and I'm not going to talk to a stranger, right? You know, you don't know that guy, so don't think you know him. So that night, we were playing Fenway with Morgan, played Fenway. And after I got off stage, they were like, hey, do you want to go to the Jonas Brothers concert? They're inviting you to come. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. They're inviting me to come to their show. And they're like, yeah, dude, they want you to come out. And I'm like, <laughs> live to the year 3000, right? <laughs> of course I'm going to the Jonas Brothers show. So go there, get to kick it with them. They were the most badass guys. They treated me like family. I felt like I'd known them for years and years. And then, yeah, watch the show. Two or three weeks later, I get a text and I'm on a chat with Kevin, Nick, and Joe. And uh, You're in there. Yeah, and I'm in it. And then... um. They sent me a song, and they were like, dude, we want you to be on this song. The song is called Strong Enough, and it's a bop. Twist me something good, make it strong enough. Last long enough before the night is up. I love it. Total boy band vibes, and you know I'm here for that. Me too. I Literally, <laughs> when I tell you I've listened to this on repeat since it dropped, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> and my 14-year-old likes it too, so bonus. <laughs> I'm the cool mom right now. Of course, all the eyes of the media were on country music last week during the awards, so lots of artists dropped news, including Gabby Barrett. She told us that her sophomore album would be out February 2nd, and you got some more scoop on it. I'm super excited to present that to people and have a whole body, a whole a whole art picture, right? Yeah. Given to people rather than kind of just singles here and there. So I'm co- co-producing it. Um, so we're really just finalizing the details of everything right now. And there's lots of cool collaborations, Miranda Lambert and Luke Holmes and Phil Wickham, Christian artist. Um, so there's a lot to look forward to and I'm excited for people to hear it. Her current single Glory Days is on the Country Heat playlist right now. Okay, so we've got more highlights to share from backstage on CMA night that don't have anything to do with the awards themselves. We just got so much scoop. We really did. (laughs) So when we talked to Hardy on Media Row, he was really vague about his performance with Post Malone. He just said it was strategic and that it would launch something new. Well, during the show, we learned that it was a new Hardy Hicks tape Mm -hmm. celebrating the music of Joe Diffie. Producer Jay was backstage talking to all the winners, and her chat with Hardy leads off the highlights. By the grace of God, Hicks tape number three is going to be uh, a little bit different, and it's going to be called Diff Tape. And we have gotten a hold of of all of Joe Diffie's old recordings from the 90s, and we, uh, the actual sessions themselves, we have basically done what we do with Hicks tape and we've taken some of Joe's uh, vocals out and all that and we've added some of the biggest singers in country music to help him sing some of his biggest hits and you saw two of those tonight full-blown press conference wow first one of these y'all thank you this is big this is cool so three days ago you were playing in a Walmart parking lot yes (laughs) and while you have the media's attention I'd love for you to talk about your toy drive it means a lot thank you I um 
I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I grew up here, and I really take a lot of pride in that. It means a lot to me because I've watched this town grow so much. It's been so incredible, and my spirit is always to give back. Uh, who would I be to be so blessed and not turn around and try to be a blessing? Walmart came in, Hasbro, the Nashville Predators, the Nashville Fire Department, the Metro. Now the, the mayor met me in a Walmart parking lot in Antioch, Tennessee. Dude, I didn't never. If you ever told me the the county commissioner, the Antioch commissioner, and the mayor were coming to see me, I'd have been petrified. You know, I'd have thought, God, what law did I break? So um, we've already raised a lot of toys. I'm going to put up probably a hundred grand of my own money into toys and. We're going to try to do the biggest toy drive that's ever happened in Nashville. It's been a very busy week for you, and I'd love to hear about your experience helping induct Willie into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, that was an incredible thing for me. We were seated on stage, you know, and Willie was sitting here, and I was sitting here, and Dave Matthews was over there giving a speech, inducting Willie, going over his whole life. And this is 90 years of, of Willie Nelson. This is, there's a lot to go over. And then he walked over and handed Willie the, the trophy to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm still sitting here next to Willie Nelson. And then Willie goes on to give a speech about his life and his career, and then he leans over to me and he goes, all right, what song are we playing first? And, and, was, and I go, Whiskey River, and we, and we dove into it. And it was one of my favorite musical moments maybe that I've ever had in my life. It was just a wonderful moment to get to be a fly on the wall, sort of, you know, sitting there experiencing that alongside Willie Nelson, who was... Obviously a, a huge influence and hero of mine. And we barely recovered from the CMAs. Right. And like 36 hours later, we got Grammy nominations. I, my head was spinning. <laughs> Same. It was so much to take in. And like hanging with Dolly Parton and being named CMA Entertainer of the Year wasn't enough. Lainey Wilson wrapped up the week with her first two Grammy nominations. Album of the Year and Duo of the Year for her song Save Me with Jelly Roll. And then Jelly getting nominated in the all-genre category for New Artist of the Year. Like, what is his life right now? <laughs> it's crazy. You know what this means, right? What? Amazon needs to send us to cover the Grammys. I mean, <laughs> we got a dolly candle we can light. <laughs> <laughs> can we work on that? Yes, okay. please. Okay. okay, I think Garth has made the long journey across the street. So we're going to pull in an extra chair, crack open a Dr. Pepper for him. And when we come back, we will have the best-selling solo artist of all time with us, Garth Brooks. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and your tushies do too. That's why Huggies is the number one best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit and 12-hour protection against leaks. No matter what kind of butt you've got, you'll feel comfy while your baby's mushy little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Get your baby butt in the best-fitting diaper. Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. How are you guys doing? We're good. How We're are you? good. Great. Hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> 
Did we give you a key yet? Because you really should have one. <laughs> this is good. No, you know what? You're taking care of me in other ways. I so appreciate it. Amazon is uh, Amazon has been betty betty good to me. Oh, good. I would so good. We're good. I would love to just make you like a like a main fixture, and then just have you in here yes. when we just bring the artist in. And be like, this is, this is our yeah, co-host. I don't know because the longer you do this, what I don't understand with you guys, the longer I do it, if I were you. The filter would be coming off. <laughs> oh, it's been gone. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is going to be fun. Guys, last time we were here, all I did was laugh. I said, what are they going to do with that? Oh, well, we made it. it we was definitely good. made it. it hey, I got to hug your neck just a few weeks ago when you got to surprise John Party to be the person to induct him as the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry, which was so special. So how many fun. people have you officially inducted now? I, I have no idea. And uh, so I had a talk with the Opry. I said, I don't care if it's one. I don't care if it's 100. Anybody that asks, count me in. Because mm-hmm. that's the greatest day of your life, man, if you're a country music singer. Um, Johnny Russell was my guy. Yeah. And it's a day you just never forget. Cry a lot. Uh, what I loved about John was John was sicker than a dog. Yes. And you saw him out there fighting, and you just remember the time where you're out there on the road on that bus going from honky-tonk to honky You can't talk. But you've got this coming up and this coming up. And I thought he was great. I love his band. It was, it was just a good, good night. The crowd was fantastic. Yeah, they were. Well, and it was one of those moments, too, where he was very honest. He said, hey, I'm battling through it. I don't have a whole lot of voice. Y'all help me. And boy, they took over. Oh, I love that. And that was even more magical in a way. Yeah, but I think if you know Party, he's also picked these songs that everybody sings with anyway. Sure. So I'm sure every night of his life is pretty much a (laughs) sing-along. And I'll tell you, as a guy from experience, the older you get, the more that works out for you. (laughs) Trust me. Sing it with me. (laughs) The easier it comes. Okay, we have a lot of things to talk about. Let's do it. Friends in Low Places. Opening up. How's that? Kind of, right? <laughs> kind of. Well, we're going to open up for the weekends. Okay. All the way through New Year's, close back down. Then the big opening is in March. Okay. But somebody called us and said, hey, you want to do a Black Friday concert? And so uh, we were uh, we were pretty <laughs> fired up uh, to get to be part of this. You have all of these different things that are going on all at the same time. Obviously planned well in advance, I would think. How hard is it to keep these things under wraps? It's hard for us to keep a secret for more than a couple weeks. How long do you know this in advance, and how hard is it for you to keep it? It's kind of weird. you got all these different voices going on, and you hear things going on, right? And you go, wow, that'd be great if it all came together. And what you're doing is you're just out running, and somebody else is putting it all together. I feel like there's, like, this big color-coded spreadsheet of, like, <laughs> this has been announced. This has not been announced. This is, like, tentative. Right, right. I okay. do have to look at somebody and go, can I say this yet? <laughs> and right. nine times out of ten, it's, oh, hell no, you can't say that yet. <laughs> But then you figure out a way to drop an Easter egg. Listen, if ta- you guys think Taylor Swift is really good about these Easter eggs, <laughs> uh-uh. She learned it all from no, this one. No, the reason why so she's good. good is because people can find them. <laughs> oh. I'll give you a hint that means nothing, and it's like, nobody. why didn't anybody get that? And then, like, three months later, we go, like, he, he told said us. that. <laughs> yeah. He said it right there. It's so much fun. Yeah, Friends in Low Places is full of that. Is it? Oh, it's there's Easter eggs everywhere from album cover uh, kind of rooms. Uh, you'll you'll go the second you walk in, you go, oh, that's where open the wind. I mean, you just know it. But then uh, the things like the stairway to seven is going to be fantastic. The oasis, of course, you have to slip on up to the oasis uh, in this friends and low places. But there's so many so good things. Cool. Have you always been a planner, or was there a point in your career when you went, this is really starting to take off? I need to get a grasp on getting things laid out for me in the next 6, 12, 24 months? No, I'm the guy that doesn't plan 
and then it all goes to hell. You know, it all falls apart. You got to have these people that plan it. You got to have those calls you don't want to take. It's with the accountants. I don't want to take that. Because <laughs> I, I, if you're talking to a lawyer, five minutes into the conversation, I'm, right. it just wears me out. So I like to do the artist thing, right? Be free and everything. But they got so many things going. I can tell you this. When I was a kid, my dad said it. You got too many irons in the fire, bud. He would say that. He said that as long as I could remember. So I guess I must have always been a guy doing something or a lot of something. But, God, I'm thankful. Because, yeah. I mean, this career doesn't last forever. And if you're lucky to be busy, thank you, God. Speaking of busy, let's dig into this new song, Rodeo Man, streaming exclusively on Amazon Music. We love that. So first off, tell us the background of this song. Well, the background is just Ronnie Dunn. For one, one of the greatest voices to ever grace country music. When Ronnie Dunn's voice comes on, you know it's Ronnie Dunn. And uh, I kind of finagled my way in on the song. <laughs> <laughs> we were sending songs back and forth, and he sent me Rodeo Man. And he wasn't pitching it. He was just saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. And I just I text back, smash. It was just a smash. It was fun. And then I said, if it was me, though, I would, I would kind of rework the first verse. And the door cracked open. And... I got in, and, and he, he said, hey, man, what would you do with this? And I said, well, tell you what, I'll cut it, and I'll show you what I'll do with it, right? <laughs> and you. so we cut it at the same same beats per minute and same key. And then when I sent it to him, then what we started doing was starting to meld the two tracks together. So the steels and fiddles all came from our stuff. All the great guitar work, drum work, bass work, uh, B3 work all came from his. And then we, we started trading out lines, and next thing you know, I said, I don't want to steal your song. He goes, I'd love to have a duet. And I, I couldn't believe he said it. And I feel very, very lucky to get to do it with, with Ronnie Dunn. Anybody that gets to sing with him is lucky. Good dude. You hang with Ronnie? Oh, yeah. So Ronnie, here's Ronnie's thing. Ronnie doesn't have a clue how good he is. Nope. So you're, you're constantly going, dude, are you kidding me? You're Ronnie Dunn. <laughs> Kill it. And man, when he lets it fly. He's, it's fun to be around him. It's, it's a fun song. You're kind of holding on for dear life from the very word go, but it's called Rodeo Man, so that makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> He's a fellow Okie. Yes. So was there a whole lot of that going back and forth? Okay. Yeah, I've, I've missed one gig in my life, and it was before I was ever a record label artist. We were playing the International Finals Rodeo at Tulsa City Limits, and uh, I got sicker than a dog, and they said, we'll call Ronnie. I said, Ronnie. He goes, Ronnie Dunn, and Ronnie Dunn came in. And before either one of us had a record deal. Really? And uh, kind of been, kind of known of each other since then and just kind of become buddies here late in our career. So uh, I'm lucky to have that relationship. So is this Brooks and Dunn 2.0? <laughs> now, see, I didn't even think about oh, that. Oh, come on. Yes, you did. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Have you co- <laughs> Where is Kit? Yeah, has, 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 has someone talked to Kit? We got to check on it. Is he okay. okay? So here's the thing, man, because you always think that guys like that, either they, they love each other or they don't love each other, and you have your different opinions of what they do. I was stunned to see um, Ronnie Dunn's reverence for Brooks and Dunn. Mm-hmm. He loves kicks. He loves what they've got going. So we tried to stay as far away from that as we can. But what I love about them is there's eight of their singles I would have cut in a heartbeat. And I'm thinking they would have killed two of a kind working on a full house or beaches of Cheyenne. Uh, so uh, I think we kind of ran side by side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was that's say flattering it. to me. But we kind of ran side by side through our whole career, so it's it's fun to get to meet. Yeah, how much fun would a project like that be where you go in and you just swap, swap. songs? Mm. That would be so killer, <laughs> just for fun, just for funsies. No, here, here's what's going to happen. Oh, damn, Ronnie sings "Beaches of Cheyenne" great. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> and then it's like, oh crap, now I'm dead. So why did I open up that door? <laughs> never mind, never mind. <laughs> well, what was it like knowing that you guys knew knew of each other before you had your deals? And then, you know, you guys were so much of a soundtrack of the 90s. Mm-hmm. So what was that like kind of coming up together in, you know, in the world of country and kind of dominating things. Well, I don't know about dominating, but it was fun to run. And and so 60s and 70s for me are the best decades for country music, but arguably the 80s with Randy Travis and Keith Whitley, Straight, Reba McIntyre, Skaggs, those guys, Yoakam coming in late toward the end of it. Um, but then I don't think there's any argument that the 90s were probably the most successful decade in country music history. Doesn't mean it's any good or not. But business-wise, it was the most successful. And getting to run with those guys, you never saw each other because you were always mm-hmm. somewhere else. You'd pass each other at award shows or you'd be up for the same award. And uh, so it was it was, it was, was fun to kind of know of them. But again, and you know, it's Rob Hayjakis playing on Boots Good Boogie. That's Rob Hayjakis playing on Friends in Low Places. So we were kind of all the same, just moving in a wave. But I got to tell you, now sitting down after that wave's kind of done its thing and talking, Especially when I don't know why, because I don't think this is good for any music, but they want to create the 90s sound. We don't need to recreate the 90s sound, people. Just let country music be what it is. It's going to be fine. Um, but it, it's cool to now kind of be those guys that they're turning around looking at going, how did you get that sound? And so I'm going to let the cat out of the bag right here. We set up mics and we played. That's all we did, man. No tuning, no fixing, no nothing. Yeah. Come on, man. Just flaws and all. Let it rip. And I think that defines rodeo man better than anything. It's just let that thing rip. That's fun. That whole Quentin Tarantino kind of guitar lick off the top and that little nod to Orange Blossom special, the little poke, oh. poke thing. It's so good. It's so fun. That's that's going to be a fun one to play live. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it would be. And how do you work that into a set? Like, you've got hit after hit after hit after hit, and you know that that's what people want to hear, and you're going to play that for them. So how do you work in the new material? How does that Well, happen? our people are sweet. You've been to our shows. Yeah. So they'll, you know, it's uh, Paul McCartney said it best. He goes, man, when you're playing Hey Jude, it looks like a galaxy out here. And then when you're playing the new stuff, it looks like a black hole. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and he goes, but we're artists. We create. But the people that come see Garth Brooks know that Garth is going to play all the old stuff. Yeah. So they let you play the new stuff. But I got to tell you, it's fun when the new stuff sounds as rocking as the old stuff, too. And Rodeo Man's a, a sweet, good first pick for us. Well, and it's going to be streaming on Amazon Music so everyone can listen to it and know all the words and then sing along when they come out and see you live. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And you also released the track to Country Radio. So what goes into the thought process these days about what singles you decide to release to radio? Well, that's a good question. I think you just got to be true to yourself, right? This is who I am. There's already one Luke Holmes, right? There's already one Brooks and Dunn or whatever. Um, actually, there's two now, but, you know, it was good. <laughs> that was a bad choice. Wait a minute. I think we were established. But I think you just got to be yourself, right? Don't chase. Whatever you do, don't chase. As much as you love Stapleton and hearing his stuff, he does that, right? I, I learned that early in my career. I wanted to be George Strait so bad. Mm. And Alan Reels just said, man, be yourself. There's already one George. Nobody's going to do him better than George, right? And so I, I think that's what you do. You just you just go out there and let it swing. But it's you've got it very good in the fact of what you said was, how does that song set with the Thunder Rolls? Mm-hmm. How does Rodeo Man set with 
Rodeo. So now on the show, you have to separate them just because of the names of the titles right. of them, right? Uh, but it's good because we'll take all the cowboy songs we got. We got beaches, we got rodeo. Uh, so it's fun. So we tell everybody every place we play, there's going to be a lot of cowboy songs tonight. And guess what? We just got one more. Here's my question for you because we've talked to a lot of people about how they build out their set. And I love hearing set list or set stage? Set list. Set list. Thank you. Good, good call. I love hearing how people are building it based on emotion and what they want the audience to feel. And that we've, I, you know, I remember talking to Cam and she tells me, I see songs in colors and I'm like, oh, I need 100%. two more blue here. I need a yellow here. What is that like for you? What does that process look like for you? In the same way. So I can't read or write music. So I see colors. So if a song is not blue enough, I'll just tell them. And if it goes straight to blue, it's like, no, no, no. I'm talking more like an indigo, maybe a little charcoal in there. And they get it. I don't know how they do it. But uh, when it comes to set list, I think what you want is a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to try something new, do it early when people are excited, right? And then play the old stuff. When you get that kick out of them from the old stuff, you tell them, oh, you remember the old stuff. Because the cheer that's going to come after that is mean. Let me translate it. Yeah, dumbass, why do you think we're here? Right? <laughs> Right? That's what it is. And you know how I know that? I've sat in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've sat in the crowd and come to an artist and they play the old stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, why do you think we fought traffic and everything to not hear the old stuff? Come on. So uh, I think you just you put it together in a way that gets to showcase new old, sing along, big band, suck it down. Because what I want you to do is I want you to be on the floor. And then the next second, I want you to be in the rafters. Because what I really, really want is you to crawl out of this place. <laughs> laughing, crying. You got tears all over your face yeah. and you're laughing. You're on all fours crawling out. And the only thing you can muster up saying is, if he comes back, I'm back here. That'll be yeah. fun. So yeah. that, that's what you want. So I think that's why I think it's why set lists are kind of built uh, that way. I can't wait to see it again live. Me too. It's going to be good. All right. You ready to talk about the big announcement? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> You get to play Amazon Music live for us, the post-game concert on Black Friday. Can you believe it? Which has always been a big deal for you anyway, because Black Friday is kind of like Garth Day. Man, that's it's, it's sweet. Can we been. just rename Black Friday to Garth Day? Garth Day. It, it really like it. is. I mean, with the box sets and all the things that you've always done, we've always looked forward to seeing what you're going to drop on Black Friday. So this is extra special because it's going to be from your bar, Friends in Low Places, located in beautiful downtown Nashville on Broadway. And now you're going to open the doors. Isn't that cool? Highly it's, anticipated. <laughs> it's the first ever one of its kind. I, I don't know if we'll ever do another one anywhere else. So this one's just got a lot of your own heart and soul in it. I know that's weird for me, but it's just, <laughs> it's got your grit, your sweat in it, your dreams. It's been really sweet. And we've teamed with the perfect people. Uh, Nashville is so talented when it comes to construction, architecture, <clears throat> all this stuff. Uh, I couldn't have picked, we couldn't have picked a better city to launch this thing in. We're excited. And on Black Friday. Yes. Right after the first ever Black Friday football game. That's right. Now, here's another one of those things, like Velcro. Why didn't somebody think of that before? Right. right? Yeah. Why didn't somebody think of a Black Friday football game before? I mean, that's the one day that you're all sitting there going, hey, we're all together. What are we going to do? And uh, just hats off to... Uh, Amazon and the NFL for coming together and making this happen for all of us. Uh, I am so pumped. Because, you know, the, the Thanksgiving Day game is always the highlight. Like, right. everybody's like, oh, there's always football on Thanksgiving. But I'm like, I want more football. That's just me, personally. <laughs> Maybe not you, Kelly, but <laughs> for me. Team. I don't yeah. know about your house, but the football on Thanksgiving is more like just background noise to 
Thanksgiving dinner, everybody's around. But Friday is the day when the Thanksgiving dinner, okay, we've done that. Now <laughs> we want to be entertained, right? <laughs> right. And so I think it's a great call. So here's how to watch Amazon Prime Video after the game, the Amazon Music app, or the Amazon Music channel on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Now, we have been by a couple of times just doing drive-bys, seeing how everything's mm-hmm. going, keeping an eye on friends in low places, seeing yes, if ma'am. it's open. Still a little construction happening. Still a lot of construction happening, yes. Right? So we're not going to lean up against the wall because the paint might still be wet. Oh, man. Everybody that's coming <laughs> in is getting hard hats. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to climb up some scaffolding. That's right. And I think the last time that I was told about this, we're actually going to be on the rooftop next door because I think yours is still getting oh, a little yeah. shine you, on it. Yeah, one so. step and you'd be on the second floor on the fourth floor with us. Yes. We interviewed like 17 years ago here at this table. Correct. Mm-hmm. And we were still in construction then. <laughs> right. So That's we're, right. We're, we're still in construction now. Um, so it, it's taken a little longer than we thought. Right. Uh, but like I said last time, I'm really proud of the bills because they keep showing up right on time. And so you just keep paying out. But it's, uh, you know, the whole thing is it's going to be worth it. Because you start to think now, what if we would just closed it down for two weeks, put our name on it, and opened it back up? Yeah. But truth is, it's so going to be worth it. Because what we really want more than anything is a place you feel safe in. It's a place you feel loved in. Mm-hmm. A place you don't feel out of place in whatever that is. So uh, it's hopefully going to be a place for love. And uh, one of the coolest things that ever came out of it, if Friends in Low Places shuts down the day after it stops, it was all worth it because now there's a police precinct down on Lower Broadway. And that's what we did with the alley, uh, worked with the city. And I got to tell you, all places in this in this world, I don't think there's anything busier than Lower Broad. Right. So we need police presence down there just to make sure that, you know, Nashville is such a sweet place and it's a great place for visitors. Just to make sure if you ever need anything, they're there. Love that so much. I know Trisha is such a huge football fan. Is she going to be at home watching or is she going to be in the bar watching? I don't want to give anything away, but, you know, the, the video screen that's in that little bar yeah. is the same one we took out on the stadium tour. <laughs> this thing dwarfs the whole bar. You can get a sunburn in there off this video screen. It's over 100 foot wide. I mean, it's nuts. So we might be watching a football game on that. Okay. She wears a sweatshirt called Classy Till Kickoff. Uh-huh. And she is, I mean, she just becomes another person when football's playing. I have a koozie that says that. What? what? Classy Till Kickoff. Classy Till Kickoff. Yes. That's fitting for a koozie, isn't yes, it? Yes. That, uh, it sums me up perfectly. Okay. So what can you tell us about the vibe of the bar overall? Is it different every level? Is it all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all the levels have their own feel. Right, but but hopefully the main thing, the main thread that goes out there is country music, right? Uh, let's say let's say it's midnight on Saturday night. It might get a little raunchy after that. You know, the music might turn a little more uh, kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know, kick and bass kind of thing. But uh, it, it's pretty much country music, which I love. But it's going to be a blend. It's going to be a mix. I love Luke Holmes, mm-hmm. and I love Bruno Mars, right? Same. So it's fun, you know, and I think a lot of people are that way. So uh, you're going to have a lot of different feels on a lot of different floors, but the main thing is it's going to be country music. How much decorating influence did you have on the bar? Uh, thank you very much. But at a bar, it's not decorating, okay? <laughs> what is it? What do you call it? <laughs> You're outfitting it, maybe? I don't know. It's if it's a got a tag talk. on it, it's called merch. <laughs> <laughs> It's a honky-tonk. We're not decorating. Um, styling? No, I, I don't know. The couch pillows don't have to go with the couch. <laughs> it's, I love this. It's, it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's just a lot of 
good stuff. Going to be a lot of neon in it because it's just, it's a honky-tonk. And people try to say, what's the difference between a bar and a honky-tonk? Well, if you've been in both, you know the difference. Uh, a bar is people that'll do anything for you but can't. And then a honky-tonk is people that'll do anything for you and will. So it's 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 what you need. You need both of them. They're a place to come. It's almost, forgive me for this. Okay. It's a church. Mm. You come there to tell your stories. Mm. You come there to, I would say commiserate, but I can't spell that either. So. <laughs> <laughs> come there to talk to one another, share each other's problems. Right. And uh, so it's 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 what it should be. So hopefully it's a home. I want the service to be good. I want it to be clean. And I want it to be a place mm. that you come to more than once. Oh, I like that. Me yeah, because the second time is because you want to. Yeah. You know, the first time might be because you just see what it is. But the second time, it's like concerts. I'm so happy if this is your first concert. But I'm really interested if it's your second. Okay, here are my questions. <laughs> Do you get a discount if you order two pina coladas? Well, first of all, when you say, do you get a discount, are you talking to no. me? <laughs> me. Do I get a discount? We, we should do that. Yes. We should do okay. that. Yes. Also. Yes. Is there a payphone somewhere that only calls Baton Rouge? Oh, that's a good one. I'm telling you, she's a marketing genius. She is. If you but just, wouldn't the a- phone booth be in Cheyenne? Uh, but when you pick up the receiver, but when you pick up the receiver, it, the, says, uh, it has to be like, thank you for calling Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. That's a great idea. If we use it, it was all my idea. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> this is how it works. Every time. What a great I'm idea. I'll walk in there and I'll be like, Kelly. <laughs> Are you really going to buy this? We were just talking about this at the Opry. I was the one that told her <laughs> that. <laughs> And everything. Yes. Well, some of the artist bar. I mean, obviously, there's so many artist bars downtown, and some of them are are massive. So, comparing it to say like the stage at Legends Corner, which is tucked away, tucked away into the corner, how big is the stage at Friends? First of all, I, I want to clear at this table that size doesn't matter okay. whatsoever. How big is your screen yeah. again? Yeah. What is the size of the screen that you were talking about? Okay. It was the stage, feet. I don't know if they forgot the bar days or what, but this is a nice bar. Mm. The stage retracts. It comes out, it retracts. Are you kidding me? And they have Whoa. a dressing room for the band. Are you kidding me? How come no bar we ever played had any of this <laughs> yeah. stuff? But they're, they're so hell-bent on it. They've got the stadium tour sound system in there. So at any time they could turn it up and, and the whole city would go brown. But uh they've 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 got it figured out pretty cool. So I hope it I hope it all looks and sounds like it it looks so far on the drawing board. We're gonna light it all up probably mid November and just make sure that by Black Friday everything's hopefully up and running. And that is part one of our interview with Garth Brooks. But let me tell y'all, there is more. So much more. In fact, so much that we are bringing you a full part two in next week's episode, where we actually get into the specifics of his new bar, including the menu. Now, listen, our team is hard at work behind the scenes on the pre-show for Amazon Music Live, which Kelly and I will host live from downtown Nashville. There will be special guests. Yep. There will be a sneak peek of the venue. We have a special correspondent that's going to be talking to fans, and we need you to be there with us in the chat. So if you haven't done so yet, please go download the Twitch app. It's Twitch, T-W-I. T-C-H. And once you do that, make sure that you're following the Amazon Music channel. That's where we're going to be on Black Friday, starting at 5 p.m. Central Time. 
You can also bookmark twitch.tv slash Amazon Music on your computer. And we will be back here next week for more of our exclusive chat with Garth Brooks. So please share the pod with all of your friends in low places. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at listenerstudy.com. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The Goat, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th.